you abide in me and my words abide in you ask what you will it shall be done unto you if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask what you will it shall be done unto you why don't you ask what you will it shall be done unto you and in that day he shall ask me nothing I say unto you whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name he will give to you he the two every asked nothing in my name ask you shall receive that your joy may be full oh yeah if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask what you will it shall be done unto you if you abide in me and my words abide in you ask what you will it shall be done unto you why don't you ask what you will it shall be done unto you if you love me my commandments if a man loves me he will keep my word my commandment to you is that you love one another Shall all men know that you are my disciples? If you have love one to another, oh yeah. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask what you will, it shall be done. Do you?
the most important part of the service. Can PMI, can we rise as we welcome Pastor Chris Ross? Hallelujah. Let us pray then. Father God, we thank you. Thou who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. We ask of you today to help us as we gather to hear your word, O Lord. Break to us the truth by your Holy Spirit that we can draw closer to you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Thank you very much. Wow. Very good morning to all. It's a pleasure and honor to be here. Are we live on radio? Yes, we greet those on radio, BMI radio. I want you to encourage people, all of you that are here. Maybe they who don't attend your church, show them how to add our radio station to their phones. And uh, and you tell them, listen to the radio sometimes, especially on a Sunday morning, if you don't attend church. Is it a good idea? Have any of you done such a thing before? Put up your hand if you did it. If you told somebody else, come let me load Zeno Radio for you because you can always listen to good gospel music and wonderful preaching from our pastor. Have you done it before? Good. Wonderful. Stand if you did it before. I want to see. Llewellyn. Yes. So who did you add the radio station to? Speak loud, the people can't hear you. Your friend, is, he attends, he comes to youth, he's not a member of the church. That's good. And did you do it? Sister Debbie, Take. Sister Debbie, um, she goes to a, a pastor, a Roman church. But you added our radio to her. Very good. Sister Nancy? Say again. Semi, Aaron, and Dion Briqua. No, but Semi is a member of our church. So I'm, I'm talking about other members. Dion Briqua. But you did. Dion, yes. Very good. You see, now I'm, re- I'm making them stand and I'm spending time because I'm rewarding good behavior. Too much we spend time on bad behavior. This is good behavior. And, and did you? Who did you inform? School friend. Good. Did you show them how to load? Yes, Pastor. Good. And you also? Mishka? I'm Wesley's sister, Pastor. Good. Clap for these people. You may sit down. So I'm encouraging the others to do the same. Say, yes, Pastor. You see, become excited about good things in life. The things that matter. Amen? And then you yourself, do you have the radio station on your phone? If, who doesn't have it yet? Oh, everybody has it. Is Pastor Charlie and Pastor Robin in the meeting? If they can, yeah, if the, it's called Angel Police. Just check at the door if they exit. I think we'll do something from now on. If you don't have it on your phone, you can't exit. No, not that you can't come in. You can come in, but you can't exit. So you sit here for all services through the Bible school, 
everything. Isn't it so? Because you don't love the word. Now we are forcing the word down your throat. Isn't it? Do you know when a baby is small, the baby doesn't want to eat pumpkin and mashed potato. He wants sweet things. So you sometimes force it, isn't it? You make the, the spoon an aeroplane. We're doing that to you now. We are making the church an aeroplane for you so that you can have an appetite for it. Amen. I was with some pastors yesterday at a birthday party. One of my great friends had a birthday and uh, we spoke about the church people. Pastors always talk about church people. And we realized that only a few percent of people really listen to what we say and grab onto what we say. The most majority of people come to church because it's, uh, it's a tradition. So I don't know where you fit into the category. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like we say, few people really come with excitement this morning. I'm going to be transformed again. And I'm going to take that which I have and I'm going to run with it. I'm even going to show to my friends and I'm going to read the scriptures. No, no, others just come. It's just a tradition. I'm not blaming you. We, we have discussed what we see. Do you understand? And then I gave them the analogy of how a person with three children... The one that's intelligent goes to university. The one that's maybe not that intelligent but also gets an average D, he goes to Northlink. And the one that's really struggling, they send him to the church to become a missionary or a pastor. <laughs> so I say sometimes your preaching is, is too strong. Our preaching is too loaded. You know? Because we eat the word every day. We're the pastors that must give to you. We have to eat the word. We, we read the word. We sing to the Lord. We worship the Lord. We love the Lord. So we come with that and we come to share it with you. But not everybody appreciates the value and the gold that is flowing. Do you see? It's like I've been here. Now next week Sunday, you'll see me again, pastor. But I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the others who didn't come this morning. Hallelujah. But my desire is that everybody should move. So our, our, our preaching and teaching is to move you to higher levels always. Amen. And you will benefit from the upward promotion you have in God. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. So God is good. And... Uh, once again, we encourage you all to attend next week. We're raising funds for the building. We've paid for the steel structure, fully paid. Amen. They actually phoned us and said, can they bring it? And I said, wait. Because uh, we're just waiting. The plans are not yet approved by the city. We have a lot of problems every time we send it back. So, But the, the company is ready to bring the steel. Amen. If you come here one Sunday and you see huge steel structure, it's not the wrong building. You must still come. It's here. It's going to be here. Because you will leave on a Sunday and the next Monday it will be there. The next Sunday, sorry, it will be there. Yes. Hallelujah. It's exciting times. Amen. We are always moving forward. You see, sometimes you don't know how to move forward in life. I give you a great secret. You want a secret? If you can't move forward in life like you would like, 
then, then cling to somebody that moves forward. Follow somebody that is always moving forward. And you will see naturally that thing will also come to you. Or even that that person's achievements becomes your achievements. Yeah. So when you talk to people, you say, our building. You don't say Pastor Chris's building. You say, can you see? That we had nothing here, but look. So you look for your wind. Wind is a wind. Skat your skouwers. It's ons a I used to get so angry with my colored friends when they joined the white churches. Then when they talk to us, then they say, no, we, 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 we started this church and then, but now it's not here. You only got there now. Say now. But I no, we, we put up the ceiling here and then we, God, you don't have money. But it's we. But you can all say we. Amen. So you must take ownership and be part of something proud. Hallelujah. If you claim ownership, then you will be interested in the development and the growth of BMI. Yes, you, would be, you will be speaking to people and advertising your church as you, as you be a salesman for insurance. I encourage you to do that. Amen. Because what will happen is it's not your life that is being transformed, but God is then using you as an instrument to touch other people also. And I found something uh, really uh, amazing is that sometimes the original people that we reach out to are not the people that really benefit the most. It's that people who bring somebody else. I can, I can make people stand in this church and I can prove to you that they were not the original people even that came at the crusade. But the crusade people brought a friend after the crusade. And that friend has outgrown the one that came. The original one. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. I don't know how to explain it better. Do you see? So you inviting a friend is important. Your friend might outgrow you, but don't worry about it. Your, it, it will be a crown in your it will be a jewel in your crown when you stand before God one day that person's life has been touched and at BMI we always teach people to respect to honor and to remember so whenever a person stands here to say what God has done he must remember it was you that brought him or even told him about such a wonderful tabernacle such a wonderful sanctuary Amen like Bevan, for example, I'm now just seeing Pastor Scooby. We're always talking, then he, then he keeps reminding us it is Pastor Dennis or Daniel or Scooby, whatever he prefers to be called at this current stage of the uh, pandemic season. It was him that invited him here. But look how he's excelling. Look how he's excelling. But he, it is a crown. It is a jewel in his crown. There was a time when he was really powerful and inviting people all the time. I'm sure that season will come again. But that way we have Bevan here. I also want to, is it the first time we have Sister Titis with us this morning? Stand and let us welcome you nicely. Beautiful. Now welcome. I'm having a, a spit bride for the seniors. Is Vanessa not here? We're having a spit bride for the seniors. Free. 
उन्होंने वो आईडी चेंज की बट यू मस्ट बी ओवर सिक्सटी आई थिंक ओनली बेरा इज अलाउ टू कम विद सीनियर्स यू मस्ट बी ओवर सिक्सटी इट्स अ फ्री स्पिट ब्राइ वी टेस्टिंग द ब्राइ बिकॉज वी डूइंग अ बैंकुट अ बैंकुट ऑन द गार्डन वी गिव यू द डेट आई थिंक इज द इलेवेंथ और ट्वेल्थ ऑफ डिसम्बर banquet garden for 100 people it's not just for leaders this time it's open so if you have a family friend that wants to support the church it's a 300 rand ticket you see it's off some of the money for your food because the person must come and twist the the lamb yeah from the morning it it turns all the time and the 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 sauce drops in the fire so shh, shh, shh. then you get you get given a knife you must come and cut your piece that you want for you mango shu nangusha It's coming in the garden. So a hundred, we can only a hundred people to space them nicely. It can be your uncle, auntie, people who want to help us build the church. I'm raising funds all the time, without apology. How, how much we build if I don't raise funds? Okay. So it's going to be a banquet. It won't be like a award for cell leaders this year because we never had cells. But it's a banquet. Ladies can dress nice again. Last year they couldn't because we had a sacrificial banquet. So the dress you wanted to put on last year. Stretch it a bit, and you can fit it on. You can fit it on again this year, and we'll be in the garden with a sacrificial banquet. Not sacrificial, sorry. Will be a banquet uh, by candlelight. We tested it this Friday night with the pastors, well, with the Jayo board. It was powerful. The candles, the night, the crosses, uh, different lights on it. You you'll be surprised. So you can come, your husband, your wife, bring your auntie, anybody that says. I want to help your church, so come to a dinner. 300 rand a ticket. We'll tell you more about it, okay? But uh, yeah, are you interested? Yes. If you don't have money, we're going to try to put it on uh, Facebook Live, so you can watch us from your home and just imagine you are also there. Oh, let me preach a, a, a message to you this morning. Amen. Acts chapter five, verse one. Hallelujah. Are you visitors? I didn't see. I came slightly late. Visitors, beautiful. You are welcome, my sister. And you are welcome at the back there. We speak for England here because some people of we are an international church, and there are people from different countries here. So it's not it's not fair if we speak Afrikaans. Then they won't understand. So we have chosen English is probably the most common spoken language. Hallelujah! I want to talk to you this morning about I don't even know sometimes what to title my messages, but we can call it anything. Um, the danger of rebellion is a part of my book. That I wrote is gonna. Uh, there's a delay in the printing of the books, but it's coming soon. I have a book called uh, "The Blessing of Submission and the Danger of Rebellion." You see, and I realize that a lot of people don't understand the dangers they are in, because you see, grace and mercy is sufficient all the time, and and the problem. Well, I shouldn't use that term, but let's put it in inverted commas. The problem with grace and mercy, Franco, is that you might be under the misconception that you are okay. God is okay with you, but actually, it's the grace you are. He, he gives. He gives more grace, 
and he gives more. In other words, you escape judgment. You see, because the mercy of the Lord is new every morning. My Lord. It's not that you are good. It's not that you are perfect. It's not that your pastor is pleased with you. It's not even that God is pleased with you. But it's mercy. It's mercy. Yes. That's why when we pray here on a Tuesday and on a Thursday, we are always spending almost an hour in Thanksgiving. The first hour is just Thanksgiving. If you haven't been here, you don't know what you're missing. You see, don't even have an appetite to come here. Some people, there are a few people that take off from work to come here. When you realize the power of prayer, you will understand what you are doing. You will see a life change. No man who prays a lot can stay the same. No woman who prays a lot can stay the same. If you spend a lot of time with God, surely you must be changed. Amen. When Moses came from the hill, he was, his face was not normal because he spent 40 days and 40 nights in the presence of God. The Israelites said, Yo, this man's face is shining like a halogen globe because he was with God. Are you with me? So it's important that you, you give thanks to the Lord for, for his mercy. For his what? As God with you must afflicken, as shall they not stand. The psalm writer says, "If God should mark iniquity, Lord, who shall stand? If Thou, O Lord, shouldest mark iniquity in the King James, we shall then can stand here." Do you see? So it's grace, grace that has given you the seat here this morning. You could have been in hospital. You could have been sick. Coronavirus has not even killed you. And a lot, of, a lot of people die. I don't know the total in South Africa, but we are a lot. I think it's two, I said 200,000. No, no, 20,000. We, we crossed 20,000 the other day. Yes, it's a million in the world, but we crossed 20,000 the other day. But you, no, it's not you. You are safe. Amen. It's, it's mercy. The grace of God. Hallelujah. But I want to show you the danger of rebellion if, if, if time allows me. And I want to take you to this important passage in the New Testament where the Holy Spirit was grieved. And the Holy Spirit is grieved through our rebellion. The judgment is delayed. But it doesn't mean that God is not, God is happy. Do you understand? Judgment is often delayed. Now, recently, I've seen judgment of the Lord on people's lives and uh, I can't remember where I was talking I'm talking always talking talking preaching but I was showing that how the judgment falls on those who don't honor their father and mother I think we were praying we were, it was one of our prayer meetings we were praying for escape from from our sins by dishonoring our parents yeah. I told the team to pray Pray for hours. Because you see, the Bible says, if you honor your mother and father, it shall be well with you. Yeah. yeah, we were praying for healing for our bodies. And we looked at seven ways that sickness come. I won't tell it to you because it's for the prayer meeting people. 
You don't know how sickness comes. That sickness that's in your body now, it came through one of the seven ways. But one of the ways was, you dishonor your mother and father. You see, because the Bible says, if you do honor them, you will live long. But your, your shortened life, your death, you don't even know it. They think it's cancer, but it's not cancer that you make. You must, you dishonored your father. And that sickness came upon you. So we were asking God for forgiveness <laughs> for the seven areas that He should have mercy on us and reverse the curse. Are you with me? So, let me read the scripture to you and let, let us go into it. It says, there was a certain man, I'm reading in the NLT, named Ananias with his wife Sapphira. They sold some property. He brought part of their money to the apostles, claiming it was the full amount. With his wife's consent, he kept the rest. Then Peter said, Ananias, why have you let Satan fill your heart? You lied to the Holy Spirit and you kept some of the money for yourself. The property was yours to sell or not to sell, as you wished. After selling it, the money was also yours to give away. How could you do a thing like this? In other words, he made a pledge. <laughs> he said, Pastor, I'll give so much money. He didn't have to, you see. If he didn't make the pledge that he was going to give the money of the, of, the, of the property to the church, then he was free. But he made a pledge. He wanted the people to see that he's also an active member of the church. And he's also going to give. And I, and I want us to understand the scripture in the New Testament, not in the Old Covenant. And how God works. Because I can tell you something, if I can't tell you much, God doesn't change. <laughs> the Lord changes not. Amen. So we said, look, you, you, you could have done anything with the money. It's your money. But you said, you're going to give all the money to the church. You're going to tithe. You said you're going to tithe. But you don't know what 10% means. You are giving only 7%. Because the pastor didn't see your payslip. So he can't know what is 10% of what you are giving. But Peter said you lie to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> You lie to the Holy Spirit. You didn't lie to us. You lie to the Holy Spirit. He said in verse 4, how, how could you do this thing? You weren't lying to us but to God. As soon as Ananias heard these words, he fell to the floor and died. Everyone who heard about it was terrified. Then some young men got up, wrapped him in a sheet and took him out and buried him. About three hours later, his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. She was coming to look for her husband because he didn't come home. <laughs> Peter asked her, was this the price you and your husband received for your land? Yes, she replied. 
that was the price but peter said how could the two of you even think of conspiring to test the spirit of the lord like this the young men who buried your husband are just outside the door and they will carry you out also instantly she fell to the floor and died when the young men came in and saw that she was dead they carried her out and buried her beside her husband tait to waghale nie vir 'n dokter om te sê sy is dood nie as hulle ding sy is dood en dan vat hulle jou they carried her out and buried her beside her husband great fear gripped the entire church and everyone else that had happened i want to just read that last scripture again because i want to show you the purpose of this action that i'm explaining to you from the bible it is found in in verse 60 uh sorry great verse 11 the reason for this probably strange act you could say is that great fear came upon the entire church and everyone that heard what had happened hallelujah i also want to read one more scripture to you found in ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13 it says fear god and keep his commandments this is the whole duty of man for god will bring every work into judgment and every secret thing whether it is good or whether it be evil can i read it again are you here fear god you see the ecclesiastes was written by king solomon it was in a time where he questioned the lord about many things he said vanity vanity everything is vanity how can a man work so hard and what he has is lost his children mess it up he looked at many things and but at the end of the book he closes by saying i now understand what life is about he said i understand the whole duty of man and the whole duty of man is to fear god everybody say fear god and keep his commandments this is the whole duty of man hallelujah we must do what we must fear god and we must keep his commandments praise the lord now unfortunately in the day we live in the fear of god has somehow uh crept away from us isn't it true people don't fear god no 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 people use the name of the lord in vain people don't even attend church who's god they say where's god hey some people sleep late they turn in their beds they will fear their their boss because if the boss doesn't pay them they are in trouble so they up early in the morning in the dark going for the taxi through corona sitting in next to the taxi to people breathing corona viruses left right and center but to work they must get But Sunday morning 
And when he does decide to come to church, he also feels that maybe the pastor will feel good if I'm here this morning. He doesn't feel God. Satan, take him a try. Gaat preek die woordskap. Whenever you see a fly disturbing you, remember it's demonic. I was in a in a shower once and a bee entered the shower. Ay. A bee. Now where does a bee come from in a shower? I think Bishop Dag was talking about the gecko. Either, I, I, he had the bee or I had the gecko, but something happened that I remember him telling the story. So I said, hey, the same thing happened to me. A lot of the things that happened to my pastor happened to me also. It is like that. And the things that happened to me will happen to you. And it's not only good things, you'll see. All things. Because test. Many difficulties are tests. You see, you must pass the test before you go to the next level. And so the test that your mentor has, you will also sometimes get. Because if he went to new levels, you can't just go. You must also be tested. Yeah. So, the church by and large is living in a, in a time where we, want to, we don't want to make people feel bad. And you know, you can use a lot of psychology in a church. Like I, there's many ways to make all of you come. If I give you cookies every Sunday, I give you tea. It's, it's nice. It's not wrong. It's nice. And it, these are things that make people come. Then people see nice girls and the girls dress nice because you don't always dress so nice. But church is also a, a, a place where you can dress nice, clean yourself, brush your hair, comb your teeth. No, it's brush, your, brush your teeth, comb your hair. Yeah, I've got the roof up above me. <laughs> Shoes on my table and food on my feet. Yeah. But the fear of God is gone. And I, I believe that the reason why people backslide and, and, and can't really stay long is, is that that's probably the primary thing. This thing that the fear of God is going. Because the church has modernized and look, the, the, we, we were chatting, even yesterday, the brother was telling me how, how ignorant the church was in the earlier days. And how the elders used to send the boys back that didn't come with, with jackets onto church. Right? They stand and, Young man, where The brother was telling us yesterday, he said, Hey, was we were very ignorant in the old days. The people used to stop you at the door. The elder, Where is your das? Then the four of them, I mean the young boys, they come into church and then the elders send them back. You understand? Or you didn't have a jacket on or something. Hey, such thing. Pastor Lafoy told us how he and his wife went to go watch a ballroom, uh, some concert. And when he came out, the elder of the church was waiting for him by the, by the steps of the civic center. And say, Pastor Lafoy. No, I think he was going in. Where are you going? He heard by somebody that they, they were going to go. One of their family members was a ballroom. You know? You know ballroom? Cha-cha and the tango. Mm, 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 mm. 
I'm practicing one of those dances. I won't tell you for when. And uh, so these ignorances you see. And I believe Satan is always involved with all of this. So, so some of these things were, were super floss. It was too much. It wasn't necessary. I mean, you don't have to have a tie on for God to speak to you. Yes. But now you see, we went to the other extreme. To sit now, come on, it's us. Yes. Don't you know you're a friend of God? I want to talk to you if you allow me. Because I heard an, an orangu that left our church. She was in another church and she made a speech and she said, I thank this church for accepting me and not judging me. She said, hmm? Look, friends, it's not me who judge you. I'm preaching the word of God. The word of God is judging you. The Bible says, judge not lest you be judged. So I am not judging you, not at all. I'm telling you what God says. And if your sin bothers you, you feel uneasy. You see, and as much as I want to be like Joel Osteen and tell you that everything's going to be okay. My name is not Bob Marley. Don't worry about a thing. Every little thing is going to be alright. I said don't worry about a thing. I love Joel Osteen, he's a great preacher, but his ministry is like just encouraging people, making them feel good. I try to do that sometimes, but I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. God keeps bringing me back to the fear of the Lord. You see, when I was a young man, I left home after my university studies. And I was alone in a, in a faraway city called Uppington. That's where we have a church. And I tell you, I had freedom because my mother couldn't see me. My father couldn't see me. My pastor couldn't see me. Nobody knew me. I had my own room. I had my own money. I was earning a teacher's salary. But I knew something that I've made my choice to serve God and that if nobody else sees me God He sees me and it's not that I don't want to disappoint my mother, my father I don't want to disappoint God because the wise King Solomon said after he looked across the whole of life he came to a conclusion the whole duty of man fear God fear God and then do what he tells you to do. Yes. That's the whole duty of man. If you don't fear God. And if you don't do what he tells you to do. I, 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 I make a statement to you today. You have failed. 
in your duty as a person on this earth. If, if what Solomon says is true, and I believe it's true, that the whole duty of man, the conclusion of the matter, fear God. Now, those who don't fear God or those who don't do what is instructed to them to do, we, we get this term called rebellion. Everybody says rebellion. Now, it's a, it's a dangerous term and many people don't take it uh, serious. Yeah. Because the Bible equates this thing with, with witchcraft. Are you with me? It was when Saul, the king, um, he, he didn't do what God told him to do. He, he, he was supposed to kill the Amalekites and not take any of the accursed things. Just burn everything. But he kept the sheep and the goats and the chickens and he made bryflies and hunabuchis. And the Lord visited him through the prophet Samuel and said, this thing is wrong. You didn't obey the commandment of the Lord. Are you listening to me, people? And then the prophet made the great statement. He says, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Yeah. And sin is like idolatry. Yeah. You rebelled. You were told, do this. Now, rebellion is oftentimes part of the the temptation that comes to young people. That's why the, 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 the proverb says, you, you must hit rebellion out of a young child. Have you read it? Hello? Now, at one stage, oh, stubbornness, stubbornness and rebellion is the same. So you're stubborn, you don't want to listen. Your father gave you this instruction, your mother, you don't want to listen. It's called stubbornness and rebellion. Those are two twin devils, they work together. Amen? At BMI, we've worked very hard to get you all to sit so quietly like you are and to agree with what I'm preaching and to receive the preaching and to honor the pastor. These are all parameters so that the preaching can have an effect on you. You, you can have a good preacher, but if those other things are not in place, it's almost like uh, we haven't yet laid the protection. It's like we want to build, but we have no fence around our building. What will happen to our material? It will be stolen. Yeah, so the loyalty teaching, the honor teaching is to put a fence around the church. So while I'm teaching, you're enjoying it. Amen. Otherwise, evil people come in wolves in sheep's clothing and they destroy everything we are trying to build. So we fight them. Yes. Rebellion, stubbornness, it's not, good. It's not godly. It's anti-God. It's people who do not fear God. Let me read you a scripture in Isaiah. Listen to the scripture. It says, Isaiah 63:10. The Holy Spirit is now responding to rebellion. They rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Vex is an English word for made him angry. Are you listening? They rebelled and made him angry. Therefore, he turned to be their enemy. And he fought against them. Uh, people at the computer, uh, give me a, a new living translation. I just want to see if it says the same thing. That they rebelled against him and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he became the enemy and fought against them. Now, Pastor Chris, is it important to tell people this? I think so. I think so. Because if God becomes your enemy, I mean, there's no, there's no chance for you in, it's a snowball's chance in hell you have to survive. 
when God is on your side, yeah, you see, we love the scriptures that say, and it's true, if God be for us, who can be against us? But there's a scripture that says, if God is against you, <laughs> and it doesn't matter who is with you. I'm just translating this text here in my new living translation. Zij ken ons hier in as God vir ons is. En wie kan teen ons wees? Halleluja. Al gaan ek dier een daal van doodskade weer. Ek sal geen onheil vrees nie. Al loop ek een bende storm. Ho, my God, help me. Ek spring oor een meer. But rebellion will turn the very God that is with you to now be against you. If this verse is true and you also agree that it is true. Let's read it again. They rebelled against him and grieved his Holy Spirit. So he became the enemy and he fought against it. You see, the destruction of God's people was not that the enemy was strong. It was that God had left them and there was no more protection. As he met me, as God's hand from your affair, Ikabot. It's clear. So the Holy Spirit can become an enemy to those who persist in rebellion. Young children, listen to me. When your father and mother is complaining about your rebellion, don't persist in the rebellion. Do you understand English? Young man! Your mom, pa, your pastor, your pastor has warned you numerous times. But you persist in your rebellion. Now God is a God of mercy. Oh sure, he, he, can, he can forgive you from your rebellion. But you see, if you persist in this thing, then the Holy Spirit becomes an enemy. The Holy Spirit is a great example of agreement and cooperation. God says, hou nie van strewe uh, 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 God's Spirit doesn't like strife, arguments. You see, do you see how we are at BMI? We've removed strife and arguments in a certain sense. If it does come, we, we crush it. We squash your rangos. Why? Because the Spirit of God to move here cannot operate with this strife. We teach you that sheep can only drink from quiet waters. So there must be peace and contentment here in the Father's house today. Otherwise, how can my preaching be of effect if there's always strife, 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 strife? No, no, no. And a lot of churches uh, that I uh, grew up with had the problem of strife. You see, the pastor now just said, like for here, I can say to the pastors, okay, I'm preaching this morning and I'm preaching, I, I, I can just, we, we have a great understanding. There's no strife here. But even some churches, if, you, if, if, if the brother was now ready to, to, to end in prayer. Sister Susie gaan die announcements doen. Na hy afsluit, dan gaat broer Johan die sien uitspreek. Oh, you don't know because you never went to church. So my stories is not even, you don't even understand my stories. But if you attend the church, you see this thing. Now, if the pastor, for example, now just decided something else, 
He said, okay, no, Brother John, wait, let me just do announcements and then I shall so much project this year now. Then Brother John is angry. I did make me right to spread the sin now. So there's strife in the church. Pastor, can I go see Nadi Dins? That's a rat for Hadaran. Pastor, the order of any Dins. Pastor, disturb the order of the service. So there's constant strife in the church. That's why the spirit cannot move. It's a form of godliness, but there's no power. But when there's a church where the pastor has freedom to rule and reign, hallelujah, to change things as he chooses. Because he's not just a pastor, he's a manager, he's a father over his children. That's when the spirit moves. Yeah. That's when you can feel the presence of God. I say not that I am talented, rock, rock, rock. I die very I'm not talented. All the lyrics, mom, sit there saying, "Nango wosheka, nango sha, nango sha, nango sha." The other day, I was, I was, I was. Uh, Asking two, two men to sing here. Then suddenly they went into tongues and they wanted to lead the church into prayer. And I was sitting here and I told them, Hey! Excessum! You see? I now if I was not bold and strong, Alexander, Ooh, the geest, the geest. What the geest? That's a potsy geest, man. You see, because you must know the whole Bible. You mustn't just know one part. Oh, tongues. Yeah, tongues is good. I, I speak in tongues. But the Bible says not the novice. Don't choose a novice. So when I'm busy inculcating, give you a bit of give you a bit die, give you a bit next week I take you off, then I put you on. That's why I can work with Pastor Charlie then. He asked me this morning, who's doing what? I said, okay, I'll do this, I'll do that. Finish, no problem. No, there's no strife. Os bekleini man. Os treini man. When the Holy Spirit here. I'm saying to the Holy Spirit, where the Holy Spirit is, He doesn't like argument. He likes cooperation. Cooperation. Now I'll tell you something. Listen, listen. A lot of people, they, 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 they are they are confused about Pastor Chris. They are confused about me because when I preach like I teach like I'm saying now, mensen lachen beetje bla bla. Nou sê hulle, ja, maar had die mense geval vir oog in die kracht? Luister mooi, luister, moet nie, moet nie nog aan, moet nie nou aan, moet nie. Then, then they say, they can't understand why there's so many people here. You understand? Because for, to get, listen, you don't know to gather people is very hard. One day I make you a pastor, then you try to gather five people. <laughs> Woo! Have you seen how they love in the karate? They go, 
Ik lach voor jou, want zij denken is makkelijk. So now the confusion, and I laugh at the confusion, Pastor Charlie, because I, I know it's in their minds. Alles apostels en groot tijd, maar dat kan niet die mensen gather nie. You see, you don't know what the Holy Spirit's work is. You don't know. You think it's geval, geprofetai, geprofesai, bla 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 bla. Yes, that's part of His work. We are not looking down on those things, but it's more than that. He operates in an environment of peace. No fighting. No strife. Strong leadership. Ay! David said to Solomon, My son, for you to survive when I'm dead, kill that one. Kill that one. Kill that one. And kill that one. If you don't, you will never lead a great kingdom because those are the people who generate strife. They did this evil to me. But I, I, didn't, I didn't have time to deal with them. But you must deal with them. Otherwise, you will never have a kingdom in peace. Are you listening? That's why God, many believe God told David, you can't build a house for me. Your, your hands are too full of blood and fighting. But Solomon, because he's going to reign in peace. He's going to build a house for me. Listen, we can't build with strife. We can't build with fighting. The Holy Spirit, when he's moving, is in a peaceful environment. That's why the Bible uses the, the illustration of the dove. A dove sits in peace and quietness. Yeah. A crow and a vulture comes to eat and bite dead corpses but the dove comes in peace one of our prayer meetings we prayed Lord let us not chase the dove away the dove away and then we had 30 ways how you can chase the dove away we prayed about it I'm here to tell you my friends it's so good Unity is the trademark of the Holy Spirit. Unity. You see, there are three, there are three persons in the heavens. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you something about them? They never argue. They never have a disagreement. They are in complete unity. It's called the oneness of the Spirit. Hallelujah. Jesus even prayed, he said, Lord, that they might be one. That they will be one, Lord. Moe nie laat die persoon of a vrouwie inkom met die ander gedachte nie. No, Lord, no. Let them be one. Let them understand where Pastor Chris is taking them. You see? Yes. So conflict angers the Holy Spirit. I'm teaching you about the Holy Spirit and rebellion. Are you learning? Conflict angers him because he's the spirit of peace. That's why the devil brings so much arguments into marriage. Have you noticed? The one you love, the one you really thought was walking on ice cream is now suddenly becoming such a bitter person. Your, your lover, your sweetheart. Ah! You want to kill sometimes. 
Pastor Danny was saying, my friend, he said that they were gangsters in their days and uh, they had girlfriends. So when they came to the Lord, they were a whole gang who came to the Lord. And uh, the pastor told them, they can't live together, they must marry. And the pastor married them all and then the pastor taught them, they mustn't hit their wives anymore because those times, those gangsters, they beat their wives and their wives misbehave. Glory to God. And... Uh, and, and they also said they must. So they were at the. At they said they came for some party at somebody's house, and the ladies were swimming in the pool. And the, and the brothers. <laughs> the one gangster said to Pastor Danny, he said, "Say, Pastor Danny, me throw mark me My wife makes me so angry. But now, Pastor said, now that we're born again, we can't eat them anymore, and we can't even divorce them anymore." But they're stubborn and rebellious. There's always conflict. So as she was swimming, she came. She couldn't swim, but she was hanging so on the side. You know how you ladies, they're <laughs> can. So we said to Pastor Danny, Saladami no liquor, we just did the for drink. He spoke of his own wife. Wouldn't it be nice if there's thing for drink here? Uh, drown ya. If the sting at chief would drown ya. No, 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 no. Look, have you wondered why in, in the, the place where there must be the greatest harmony, marriage, there's the greatest fighting? Because the enemy is alive. But the Holy Spirit, you see. And you will never have it like that, you see, because you are two individuals. One is in the spirit, one is in the flesh. One is in the spirit, one is in the flesh. And specifically in a marriage, you'll never find the husband on the level of the wife or sometimes the wife, the husband on the level. The enemy has strategically planted it like that. Because you, you understand spiritual things. And then your partner doesn't understand the spiritual things. I, I had to teach my wife a lot of things because she just thought it's natural. Then I said, no, 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 no. You don't see what the enemy is doing. I'm preaching. I'm going to speak to God's people. And suddenly you have a problem with me. You think it's normal? How can it be normal? Tomorrow we hear, then you don't have a problem. But suddenly when I must go, ah, you didn't see the enemy. Because you, you're not on that level. You see, I give you very strong food here. And I'm afraid to give more because your stomachs might work. Your spiritual stomachs. I'm just talking about the rebellion and the Holy Ghost. Let me give you some more. The Spirit of the Lord. I love the Holy Spirit and I want you all to love the Holy Spirit. Amen. So sing songs to the Holy Spirit like, Holy Spirit, breathe on me or uh, come Holy Spirit, we need thee. Yeah, I'm always playing these songs on my guitar. I learned guitar not to sing to you really because I'm not a good singer. I'm not a good player. These are the, the, the specialists. But just for me, when I'm in my worship, then I sing to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I play. Come Holy Spirit, I need Thee. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. 
Come in thy strength and thy power Please come in thine own gentle way See, I'm, I'm singing to him, I'm inviting him Come Holy Spirit I need thee That's why you must go into your inner chamber You can't have people there It's only strife Fighting, arguing Lock yourself up Then say come In thy strength and Thy wonderful power Lord then come in then own gentle way the Holy Spirit woos us he draws us to him he's merciful he's gentle he's kind hallelujah he's patient he's long suffering hallelujah Zephaniah 3.17 says he labors over us as a mother would labor over her child in a tiny crib but it is a very deadly and fatal day when the Holy Spirit is finally vexed with you. Are you with me? He's drawing you, he's calling you. But there comes a time when he's vexed. There are four words I want you to take note of. First, the Holy Spirit can be quenched. The scripture says, quench not the Spirit. Do not quench the Spirit. Quench is like you throw water on a fire. You say, quench the fire. Dava a fear and you quench the fire. Are you here? Then you can offend the Holy Spirit. Number two, you can offend the Holy Spirit. Number three, you can grieve the Holy Spirit. And the final one is you can vex the Holy Spirit. V-E-X. In the past tense, V-E-X-E-D. Vex the Holy Spirit. Keep that scripture, Isaiah 63.10. Please, my dear. Isaiah 63.10 if you don't mind Isaiah 63.10 and then make that word is vexed here yeah they just put it in yellow for them please 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 they vexed they angered the Holy Spirit pastor can you anger the Spirit the Bible is teaching us and pastor wants to help you and myself that we don't go into this dangerous territory of quenching the Spirit that's why you see when I'm when I'm when I'm on my crusades, not just on my crusades, I want the least disturbances. And these guys know they've been trained how to operate. Because anything that vexes the spirit, the spirit is sensitive like a dove, so he flies away, moves away. So if you if you if there's if there's too much carnality, or just bizarre the but the gears and he come a baby, I say, I'm squat. Pastors, umboskop. Nee man, kan jy die geest kon disturb hier nie. Quench not the spirit. Wiks not the spirit. He's drawing you merciful. And then, it, it seems that the season of vexation is the season before devastation. Had ek by Vincent Alexander geleer. The season of vexation is just before the season of devastation. 
when the spirit now turns against you he, he he was there to help you to assist you to fly on the wings of a dove hey die gees van god is mooi maar ek kom kere wat hy teen jou dry daai is die gevaar as hy met my that's what i'm trying to explain to you this morning and he and he decides to stop your promotion How many of you were here last week when I preached about promotion? Oh, you weren't? You come in the morning service. I preach in the second service mostly. If you go to my Facebook page, you, oh my, 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 what's it called? My podcast. You will see I spoke about promotion. God wants to promote you. Some weeks ago, I think. It's on Facebook. God is interested in moving you forward. All of you. But the, if you grieve the Spirit, if you vex Him, then your promotion stops. No wonder some people don't grow past where they should have been. Now people join this church and they're further than you because your promotion has stopped. You vex the spirit. Are you listening? And it's a devastating day in your life. How can you vex the spirit? A few ways. God's pastors are the gifts to you that many people don't honor. Are you with me? Thousands, many pastors around this city are the gifts that God gives to the people. But thousands refuse to honor them, to respect them. And if you do that, you vex the spirit. Are you with me? If you criticize what is from God, you vex the spirit if we ignore what is from god you vex the spirit it is all grievous to the holy spirit remember jesus said you can commit sin against the father and the son but against the spirit that sin will not be forgiven you yeah. you must not say the thing that is from god is from the devil it's a very dangerous thing when jesus was casting out devils These people came and shouted, this man is casting out devils by a devil. Do you see? And then Jesus made this statement. He said, look, you can say many things. We will forgive you. But don't ever say, the work of the Spirit is now the work of a demon. That one will not be forgiven. They call it the unpardonable sin. Yeah. That's why, you see, look, now you can understand loyalty, huh? Your, your disloyal friends who's left this church, they've now turned around and said, Pastor Chris is from the devil. If they're right, they're okay. If they're right, if they're, they're okay. But if they are wrong, and God is using me, then they have vexed the spirit. In other words, the thing that is of the spirit, they've now connected it to a demon. That's when they said to Jesus, you're casting out demons by the spirit of Beelzebub. But he said, oh, now you say I'm a devil. How can, how can a, a, a house that's against itself, yeah, how can a house divided against itself stand? It will almost fall. This house is then standing. Huh? This house here is 17 years old. And even 10 years, 12 years ago, people said this house is from the devil. But how can a house divided against itself still stand? Why is it still standing? Well, a capella. A 
is like it's a pity man, it is oh man. It will it's for you like a share it, man. It's for like a share it. You see, look, every day there's a miracle in your life, isn't it? You ate yesterday and you're gonna have also food today. Yeah. It's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The miracles of God, the, the protection of God. And no car knocked you over this morning on your way to church. Yeah. Signs of the mercy of God over your life. Yet millions remain unthankful, ungrateful. And they just complain, complain, complain. As if nothing good has ever happened in their lives. That's why I teach the prayer meeting. Let's take an hour to say thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting you in. Because the quickest cure for ingratitude is a wisdom key. The quickest cure for ingratitude is loss. It was a school man here, so they taught us you can only speak for 45 minutes after the people can't listen anymore. <laughs> Forgive. The quickest cure for ingratitude is loss. Look at me, I explain it to you very simple. If you don't appreciate things, then you are ungrateful. Do you understand? Ungrateful. So the cure to, to, to heal you from your ungratefulness is you must lose that something. Okay, say for example, you didn't appreciate what your mother did for you. Now when your mother dies, you realize suddenly, yay. So you see your ingratitude now changes because there's a cure. What is the cure? Loss. Lose the mother. Then you have gratitude. The quickest cure for ingratitude is loss. It's a wisdom saying for the men of that begin. Slumberous. So pray that. So that's why I say be thankful. You see? You have a son, you have a daughter. They're healthy. They, they, they're naughty, but they're healthy. So thank God for their health at least. Moenie nou net sê hoe stout is hulle nie. Sê jyre dankie, my kind is nou nie gebreklik nie. My kind het die neersteene nie. My kind het die... Dankie jyre! Los die ander, ons gaan by die ander goed. Kom nie so op die ander goed focus. Be grateful. Glory to God. So the Holy Spirit is really helping and trying to fix us. He's convicting you every day of your sin. And you, 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 don't, you don't appreciate his conviction. Sy trek hy sigaret en die geest druk jou, hy druk jou, hy druk jou. Sy slaap maar hy klim uit, hy sê jou vrou nie, maar hy druk jou, hy druk jou. Maar sy ignore het. You refuse to permit the conviction that will do a deep changing work in your life. You confuse to let it work on you. And over a period of time, the Holy Spirit stops to convict you. I say, okay, they will mostly worry. Do not ma. So all of you sitting here, under the teachings that I'm teaching, you are being convicted all the time. But some of you don't want to change. You don't, you don't want to uh, receive the conviction. 
You see, so my teaching is not just to tell you nice things. It's to preach to you the truth so that it is, a, it is part of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Hey, shh. Four ways I will convict you. Number one, through your conscience. Say, don't do that much. If you do that, forget, man. But if you do it so much, later your conscience is already burnt. Say, don't go, ah, but man worry me. The other way that the conviction comes is through your pastor. It's me. Through your parents. Number four. And then also through the principles of the word of God. It's the conviction. The conviction of the Holy Spirit. Hmm. I'm going to have to close now. I'm going to preach in the next service part two. So if you, if you want to hear more, go home and put on Facebook. Are you listening? But I beg you to start to listen to the Spirit today. Do not turn him away. He's a gentle dove. He's speaking to you. Some of you here this morning, your life is not what it's supposed to be. And as you come, and the fact that I'm preaching the truth to you doesn't mean I don't like you. I want to chase you away. I have to be, I have to be what God wants me to be. And I have to be honest and truthful with you. So when you are willfully doing something wrong and, and the preaching is affecting, don't stay away. Don't go to another church and say, you people didn't judge me. Don't say that. It's God that is helping you to stop what you are doing. To turn around and walk in a new direction. Because the more you do this thing, the more you're going to vex, you're going to quench the spirit, you're going to offend the spirit, yeah, you're going to vex the spirit. Yeah. You're going to grieve the spirit. And eventually he will fly away. He will fly away. Samson thought the anointing was on him and he was playing with the ladies and he was messing with sin. And the Bible says he did not know that the anointing had departed from him. He thought the spirit will always be there. I, 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 I told somebody, I don't know if I told you, I want the young girls to dance again. Because huh? my concern for them is they entering into the foolish years. You'll be surprised. They were dancing under the power. They enter their foolish years. The enemy comes. And that desire that they had to dance before the Lord is eventually gone. Because their conscience is sheared. The pastor's words doesn't have effect anymore. The parents can't even convince them. The principles of the word of God can't touch them. So I said, let them, let them dance before, before, before the worldly desires come and they are gone. They no longer long to worship God in front of the people. This is how, is how, the, how, how the devil works. If, if he starts, to, he starts to, to, to shear you, he burns this thing. You know, there's no more fear for God. There's no love for God. The pastor must be a Look at what they're nearly kicking. Come, they're not even following the week. You must be like Chelsea and Jade. When their mother tells them they must study, they cry, they want to go to church. They don't want to, 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 to do their schoolwork. They rather want to be here. 
beautiful wonderful I, I'm, I'm finished because of the time I wanted to give you eight facts how you can offend the spirit I'll give it to the next service but don't quench the spirit although the Holy Spirit is gentle like a dove he can become a terror of eternity Hebrews 2, 2 verse 3 said how can we escape how can we escape if we neglect so great a salvation the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord. If you don't know God, if you don't serve Jesus, today is the day of salvation. Don't, don't put it out. You, 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 you are quenching the spirit. You are vexing. He's calling you. He's wooing you. Even bringing you to this place so that this pastor can speak to you. It's not just the pastor. It's the Spirit speaking through me to you. It's who is pulling you. Now you say, ah, not today. Not today. You are vexing the Spirit. You are quenching Him. There will come a time He withdraws His protection. He withdraws everything. And then you're walking by chance. Some people die prematurely. And Ananias and Sapphira, they didn't know they are going to die. They thought they can tell a little lie to the spirit. To the man of God. They, were say, they thought they were lying to the pastor. Then the pastor told them, you were not lying to me. You were lying to the God who's using me. Yeah. And they felt dead. And the boys carried them out. So I pray, my brother, my sister, vex not, quench not the spirit. Yeah. Don't let the spirit become your enemy. Don't say that which is of God is of the devil. Let all strife and envy and malice stop in your life. And your promotion is sure to come. Hallelujah. Would you bow your heads please? Before I close, I want to give you a chance to receive Jesus as your Savior. If somebody invited you here this morning, and you have not yet given your life to the Lord. Or maybe you did serve the Lord at some time, but you grew cold. You want to serve the Lord again. You don't want to quench the Spirit. Some of you are busy with things that is making the Spirit go away from you. Today is the day you can turn around. Today is the day you can ask God to forgive you and to heal you. Is there somebody here today you say, Pastor Chris, pray for me. I want to serve God with all of my heart. I want to follow Jesus. Put up your right hand. I will pray for you. And drop it again. Is there anybody here that wants to give your life completely to the Lord? Thank you. I see. Is there anybody else? I see hands. I see. Even the young children, you must receive Jesus as your Savior. I see your hand, my darling. Is there anybody else? Yes, can I ask you all to stand? I see your hand, my sister. I see you all. Everybody standing, please. I will not embarrass you, but I think it's important that those people who put up their hands, don't be shy. Do what I did when I was, your age, when I was standing there. I had to come down and stand in front so the pastor could pray for me and I can give my life to Jesus. And from there, my life is never the same again. And it will happen to you also. Your promotion is coming. Come out of your island. Come stand here on the blue mat. Stand. Pastor Charlie will guide you. One meter away from one another. 
and I will help you to pray to the Lord. Beautiful. Yes, come. Come there. Give him your life today. Quench not the spirit. Fix not the spirit. You know, it is rebellion that quenches the spirit. So even now as the spirit is calling you, you the one that has great sin in your life, it cannot be turned around because you are not receiving the call of the spirit. So you will leave here and you will continue with that sin. You don't know the power of God is here. It can deliver you from that snare. Yes. Makalebo. So you must come. We'll sing it one more time. And I'm not just praying about born, uh, people that must be born again. There are many Christians here involved with things that are not of God. And if you continue in that way, you will never be delivered. You will never be delivered. Sing it one more time, Liz. Give him your life today. Why did you lie to the Holy Spirit? Why did you lie? Let him have his way. I want to pray with this wonderful people and I want to assure you that if you come to the Lord if you open and honest to God the Holy Spirit hates lying and deception he hates it so much he killed Ananias and Sapphira but today God is giving life and not death hallelujah is giving life and not death pray this prayer after me and mean it with all your heart say dear heavenly father I come to you today in the name of Jesus I confess my sin I ask you to wash me and clean me of all my sins. Wash me with the blood of Jesus Christ. I receive Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I want to follow you. I want to serve you. Lord, I've turned my back on you. But today, I'm turning around. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Thank you, Lord, for receiving me. In Jesus' name. Amen. To help you walk the Christian walk, uh, we will give you a book. 
Bring the books and give it to them as they stand in front, please. And they, you will also uh, be kept after service. Where, where's my organizer? Just tell me what's the process, program. The process quickly. They will go with Pastor Dennis, right? After church. And then he will arrange for you. Beautiful. You can go back to your seats. God bless you. Sister Titis, Sister Titis, come, come back to me, stand here. I want to pray for you. Stretch your hands towards her. Give me some oil, boy. Give me your life today, Mashekunta. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your mercy, your grace. On the aged shall rise up before the aged and honor them, says the Bible. I pray that you will have mercy on her and compassion in her age, Lord. The difficulties of raising children and grandchildren be merciful. Strengthen this feeble body. Bring healing to the bones and the marrow from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet. Your anointing be upon her now in Jesus' name. Yes, power of God. I break every yoke of Satan. In Jesus' name. Delta yuk here, this the yuk for the kracht van God zal die yuk van die zonde breer. Every yoke of hardness and the Take your burdens to the Lord. Leave it there. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Well, Pastor Charlie will do the offerings and the other things. The Lord bless you, keep you. If you want to tune in again, do it in the second service. I will continue to talk about the danger of rebellion.